Hello there, I'm Christine James. And I'm Jocelyn DeWitt. And here's the thing, the God who created all the earth did not call you, set you apart, anoint you, and create you to live an ordinary life. He called you to live an extraordinary one. Now, Jocelyn and I, we don't have PhDs. We're, we don't have mega ministries. We're just two anointed ladies uh, oversharing about living devoted in the dailies. Welcome to the conversation. This is Devoted in the Daily. All right, let's get rolling. Let's get rolling. Get rolling back into healing. Okay, so we're <laughs> doing this series on healing. And last week we talked about spiritual healing. This week we'll be going into mental healing. Next mm-hmm. week, emotional and then physical. Um, and then we also have something. We've got a guest coming. Pretty excited. Uh, so I do want to emphasize that in this series, we're going to be intermingling all of it because obviously all parts of, you know, emotional, emotional, mental, Emotion, physical, emotional, <laughs> emotional, spiritual, yeah. it's all really connected. Yes. So y- yeah. It's yeah. all intermingled. Yeah. We went into that more last episode. If you want to go back and um, listen to our spiritual healing episode. And I got to just be honest, Jocelyn and I are like sitting here looking at each other. <laughs> we, have, we have so much to talk about and at the same time have no idea how, how to handle this topic. <laughs> Well, yeah, because we both have huge, I mean, I have huge testimonial when it comes down to uh, mental health and mental healing. And uh, and Christine's over here just like a basket full of knowledge. And so it's, it's let's just see how we I go. I got some testimonial. And you got, to, well, yeah, I know. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't sit here and be like, oh, she's got testimony. You got your own testimony. So, um, yes. Let's just dive in and see where yeah, it goes. We're and just gonna see how this goes. We're big advocates of healing, like if you haven't noticed already. Um, so trying to keep it reined in is uh it's it's exciting. It's exciting. That's a good way to exclamation put it. point question mark. Exclamation point. We're gonna try and keep this on, you know, target on target. When you think mental healing First thought, Jocelyn. So mental healing. This is the first thing when I, I was thinking prepping and I, the first thing I thought of was like, get ready to come face to face with yourself. Mm. That's because mental healing is you coming face to face with your own thoughts, with the own things that are running through your mind and, and it, it uproots some things. It allows you to see some things. It's, it's, it's kind of a scary place. I'm going to be honest. Right. For me, mental health, is a, it's been a scary place for me for a long time. And being afraid of your thoughts is a very real thing. Yeah. That is a very, very real thing. Um, so that's what I think about when I first mental healing. Oh, do I? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Avoid all the thoughts. Avoid all of the thoughts. Well, I mean, how many times do we avoid the thoughts? Mm. Like, have you ever k- tried to keep your mind busy? by yes you know work problem solving social media tv uh-huh knowledge trying to keep your mind occupied and staying out of your thoughts wow that's a big yeah notion yeah yeah we try to shove ourselves full of a lot of things so we don't have to think or sit in our thoughts and instead god wants to heal that and uh 
allow us to be still in our thoughts with him. Right. Right, which is mental healing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think about. Well, the scripture that keeps popping up is Philippians. Mm -hmm. In Philippians 4, Mm -hmm. think about things that are good and righteous and pure and lovely and Mm -hmm. um, all of those things. Right. And to come face to face with the, the thoughts that we have that are not. That are not. Right. And sometimes I think we avoid our thoughts because we're afraid that they're not going to be. Hmm. I don't know. Have you, I don't know where we're going, but we're going. I know. Um, I'm like, <laughs> have you ever, Christine, sat in a place where your thoughts weren't good and, and right? Yeah. Yeah. We've had that. But have you ever been in a place where you're nervous that your, that your thoughts aren't going to be there? So we just fill it with other things like busy work and, and TV and excessive hobbies or music or. I don't think I've ever consciously done that. I mean, I, I, yeah, I yeah, exactly. you know, as, as you ask if I've done that, I'm like, uh, no, but yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. We don't consciously do it. We subconsciously do it. Yeah. Um, out of. And when we talk about the brain, I mean, you can like, we already did a episode on renewing the mind, right? Exactly. So we're kind of tag teaming back to that. So if you want to go back to renewing the mind episode, that would be good. Um, whatever episode that is, we'll have that in the show notes. Yes. <laughs> um, and we also have, um, like we did some freebies for that. Yes. Uh, we're on put renewing those, your mind. We're going to put those in the notes also. Yeah. Um, and because, and, and part of that was the brain priming because you got to like train your brain mm-hmm. to, to think a certain way. Yes. Because our subconscious will just go crazy if we don't consciously take hold of our thoughts yes right because when we take hold of our thoughts and we be still for the lord to meet you in your thoughts you got to give the holy spirit the room to speak to heal to renew and to be who he is like because we want to be in relationship not only we're talking about mental healing but it's also living devoted to christ every day so if we're not giving ourselves the room to let the Holy Spirit be the Holy Spirit in our thoughts and in our mind, then we're not living devoted in submission to him and being, go over here, go left, go right, try to make this decision, right? Because we're not taking every thought captive and focusing on him. Yeah. Yeah. What is the that verse? They take every thought captive. Um, um, it is. And bring it to obedience to Christ. Yes. I our attitudes reflect our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And this is where it's also connected because our mental health is going to determine our emotional health and it's going to determine the health of our even relationships because every choice we make is based off of our thoughts and our feelings. Mm-hmm. Every choice we make is based off of thoughts and feelings. And and so if we are not thinking in a in a clear manner, in a manner that is submitted to Christ or that are that is good, lovely, pure, we're, we're not going to have actions that are that way. Exactly. And so it all comes down to if we want to live a godly life, if we want to live devoted in the daily, if we want to to live the salvation that we claim, yes, uh, it all really begins with, you know, our thoughts and our emotions mm-hmm. and our choices it's it's a daily choice that we make that stems in our thoughts and so we have got 
to bring them and make them submissive to Christ. Right. So what the scripture you're talking about is 2 Corinthians 10, 5. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Yes. Right? Okay. Read the beginning of that again. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God. Okay. And it was it's crazy that this is coming up right now because... We just talked about spiritual healing mm-hmm. in the last episode, mm-hmm. but I really want to bring up that a lot of our thoughts that are coming at us is is from the enemy. Mm-hmm. So not Plant, only that have been planted seeds that we then just just create all these we go on a rabbit trail with. We do. Yeah. Our our brain kind of gets in these rivets mm-hmm. and we have these patterns. Um, I don't know if you ever have been offended by somebody and you like just start thinking over and over and over about them right. or what you should have said. Or, I mean, there's all of these ways that our brains work that we have got to like take the we thoughts have to do aggressively. The yeah, as... because the enemy can't be in our thoughts, but he can plant seeds for us to yes. get in our own thoughts and then play there. And the scripture that comes to mind says it's First uh, Peter 5, 8, be alert and sober mind. Be alert mm-hmm. and sober in mind. Your enemy, the the devil prowls around like a roaring lion for someone to devour. Devour. And our thoughts can go there and can lead us to these places where we are absolutely devoured. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. We can become our worst enemy. That's the Lord told me that one time. Would you, you need to understand that you are your worst enemy because you just devour yourself with your old ways. Yeah. I, I mean, it says Satan comes to kill um, to kill, kill steal, steal, and, and destroy. destroy. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, uh, God has given us absolute power over the enemy, complete power we and authority. We've got to take it up. And so many times we tend to just agree with a little lie. Mm-hmm. Um, all uh, uh, He doesn't even have to work <laughs> to kill and to steal and to destroy because he can just like present a little thing. And then he and watches your pattern. It. Right. He watches the pattern that you do because he watches you. Right. He prowls. He's watching. And he banks Ugh. on you falling into the same pattern that you've fall, always fallen into. Always. Every time. And it's like, I did that to myself. Like, I just. We just it, agree with him. Yep. And that one little and thing. We just we just give him. We yep. let he steals our joy. He steals our peace. He steals all of this stuff. We just give it up. Yep. We have way more power than what we give ourselves credit for. And so we, yeah, we have the power to go ahead and take that thought, that mm-hmm. lie, and mm-hmm. make it obedient. The one thing that I really like is Romans twelve two, which we've heard a lot. Do not conform to pattern of this world, which the world isn't is of the, the enemy. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is. We are just the lights walking around. But he be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And transform is an action word. It yep. takes yeah. action and, act, and active yes. work, you know, faith with works. Here we go. Um, to be transformed. Yeah. Transform. Actively work at being transformed. Do not. Do not is an action. Yeah. So you have to actively not, not conform. conform. Yeah. Right? Um, but the thing that I love is that Paul understood that we would have to change the way we think. Like he makes it clear, like you are going to have to work at changing the way you think. Yeah. And he says it here. Like he's telling us, do not do this. Well, and think of how, man, Paul, like he had to really do it. Think about that. We just talked about him in spiritual, in spiritual healing. Right. Right. The man 
I mean, he was a killer. Yeah. He had radical healing. Think about the rivets in his brain. Oh, he, man. He was a persecutor. How long in that Jewish culture? Yes. In that position that he had. Yep. Been ingrained in a certain way of thinking. Right. That had to be restructured. Right. And here he is saying, do not conform to the world and the world's ways, but be renewed but by the, by the forming of, of your mind. mind. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's making it clear. You were going to have to work at this. We all have our own unique relationship with sugar. And if we're honest, our boundaries with this sneaky guy can be uh, shady. That sugar is very good at being conniving and manipulative as we often give it the power over our thoughts and feelings. Are you feeling me? If you feel as though you've got some unhealthy fling going on with this substance, finding yourself embarrassed about how much you think about it and consume it, if you often hide in your pantry and use it to help alleviate that stress and anxiety, it's time to do something about it. Enter the Breakup with Sugar Bootcamp. That's right, time to set up some healthy boundaries in your relationship with sugar. Train and Truth is offering its Breakup with Sugar Bootcamp to walk through simple steps to set and keep boundaries around your junk food intake. We integrate both scripture and science as we navigate how to step into a healthier body, soul, and spirit and feel capable to do all that God has called us to do. Sign up now at trainandtruth.com. All links mentioned will be in this episode's webpage. Uh, I got Hosea 10. Oh, yeah, let's go into that. 11. Um, it's like the end part of 11 into 13, beginning part of 13. Um, it says, Judah must plow and Jacob must break up the ground. Sow righteousness for yourself and then reap the fruit of unfailing love. Break up your unplowed ground, for it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers his righteousness on you. But you have planted wickedness, so you've reaped evil. You've eaten the fruit of deception because you've depended, uh, because you have depended on your own strength and your many warriors. Yep. You have depended on your own strength. Ugh. Ugh, how many times have we done that? So yeah. many times. Because why? Because we want control. We want to have like a little yep. bit of, you know, we have lack of trust sometimes. We have fear. Like there's, there are attributes that keep us into a place yep. of yep. self-dependence. Yeah. And those are the places that need healing. That's why God lets us suffer so we can have healing <laughs> so that we won't depend on ourself, which then puts us into a yeah. wicked way. Yeah. Like that's just the truth. Yeah. Which is. That's just us walking it out. Here we are reaping this ugly, awful, like demolishing fruit and receiving it, right? Yeah. And yet we still are stubborn and stay in that way. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it says that we, in order to do this, in order to reap the fruit of unfailing love, we need to sow righteousness for ourselves. We got to unplow, we got to break up the unplowed ground. Um, seek the Lord and sow this righteousness. So I'm like, okay, Lord, what do you mean by righteousness? What is this righteousness? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's talk Um, about the righteousness. And so I like, I look up Webster's dictionary 
um, and what they say. And I'm like, yeah, but sometimes, you know, these dictionaries, like I went, so I went back to the Hebrew Okay. and I got nothing. It's just righteousness. (laughs) 157 (laughs) times this word has been, this Hebrew word in the scripture was translated as righteousness. And Webster's Dictionary says the meaning of righteousness is acting in accord with divine or moral law, free from guilt or sin. Hmm. So righteousness. So righteousness, which is acting, active. In accord. Actively sowing in to goodness. Goodness of God. The Right. Right. Of godly things. Yeah. Godliness. Walking in godliness. Well, in uh, the scripture says that we are to put on the breastplate of righteousness. We got to put it on. Right. We have to actively choose to walk in our righteousness and wear it. We got to wear it. And the, when I like started really digging on into and, and really praying on the armor of God, which we're going to leave a link here so that you can have those prayers. But when I started praying specific prayers on putting on the armor of God, uh, God really was, was talking to me about when we're putting on the breastplate of righteousness, mm-hmm. the breastplate goes over what? Our chest, mm-hmm. our heart. Right. What is our heart? Our heart, biblically, is where our soul lives. Mm. So we're talking, what, what's our soul? Our soul is our mind, our emotions, and our choices. Right. And so when I am deciding to put on the breastplate of righteousness, I'm putting aside any of my own. Mm-hmm. And I am asking the Lord for his righteousness to come over exactly. my thoughts, to exactly. come over my emotions and my choices, that my choices would be right. righteous. And right. Yeah. Righteously walking in God. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's this active, like, I need this righteousness, Lord, and I need your help in my brain in order to make the choices that are right. Right. Mm. Because we can get in the way of righteousness. Holy cow. Oh, man. We can so get in the way of righteousness. The self-righteousness is, it's a hard one. Right. But godly righteousness is where we want to be. Yeah. Yeah. We want to be walking in spirit. And and, and I'll tell you, he'll, what, what is it? The pride, he will, come on. Give uh, me that demolish. Pride, pride comes, comes before, before the, the fall. fall. Yeah. <laughs> So, gosh, he's going to take you down. He will let you. Oh, will he? He will let you fall when there's pride. And I, like, he took me down. And we're talking about levels of pride, right? We can have pride in different areas. And he will let you fall in all those areas so that you are only glorifying his name in that. So you can walk in righteousness and godly righteousness, not righteousness of self, righteousness of this world. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where he will let you fall so you can walk in that. And it's in his mercy. Exactly. I was so thankful that he brought me down. Like, I cannot imagine if I had been able to, like, succeed and to go forth with this pridefulness in me. Like, ugh. Yeah. No. I want to walk in the truth. We're not thankful, like, in the freedom. I want to be speaking 
rightly. Right. And we want to keep our, in the midst of it, sometimes we're not thankful, but we want to remember yes. that like when we are being broken like this, when we are going through suffering, when we are, he's letting this stuff get exposed and brought up, it is for good. Yeah. It is so for good because then you get to walk in godliness and not in self and not in world. I think I was thankful, but I was also absolutely humiliated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just That's humiliated. a good word to put in there. Yeah. It was humiliating. Yeah. We don't like the ick. We, we avoid get, when it. When we discover that self-righteousness, like, oh my gosh, I was so wrong. Yeah. It's a messy, yucky feeling. At the same time, very freeing. Freeing. It's better to just walk through it. I've had to tell myself so many times, just press, just keep pressing through this, press through it. Don't, don't sit here and go, oh, yuck, that feels really bad and I do not like it and I feel humiliated and I'm just going to sit down. Mm. Oh, it's very easy. Oh, okay. What you're saying is that it's true. Like it's so easy to just sit in our uck and because we dwell there. Well, yeah. And because when we start to work on our healing, especially our mental health healing, because we're coming face to face with our thoughts and our, and our pride, pride and, you know, yeah, um, maybe our self-righteousness, yeah. right? Yeah. And we're coming and our fears and our anxieties and our lack of trust, because that's really when you're in their thoughts and you're not, you haven't been laying your stuff down. Like that's a lot of things in there. Yeah. So when you're coming face to face with that, it's yucky feeling and humiliating and scary and you're coming up with a lot of emotions and triggers and different things because when you're healing your mental health you're also hearing healing your spiritual health and your physical body and your emotions right at the same time it's all happening together kind of and we get tempted it's very very easy to say this is too much i will sit down mm-hmm. this is too much i don't like this feeling But the reality is this, if you would persevere, if you would hang on to the garment, if you would press forward, healing is promised. It does happen. You just have to press through it and it is not going to last forever. Mm -hmm. It is not. Nowhere do we see somebody that's like seeking out healing and then, you know, they never get healed. Yeah. Maybe not the way that you expect, but healing is promised. Yeah. And so... If you're in that place or coming up to that place um, or feeling that, oh, I don't like this and I'm just going to sit and go back, it takes longer. It just takes longer. That's honest truth. Mm-hmm. Just persevere through it because he can't get you where you're supposed to go with what you have. He needs it healed so he can get you where you're supposed to be and who you're called to be. And he's just mercifully and graciously letting you get healed from this so you can be who, who you are called to be. Who he made you to be. Mm-hmm. Chosen, yeah. You can walk in your anointing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't walk in your anointing. Thing, walking in your anointing. It's it's not that it's not that when we're broken and we're living um out in lies and 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 it, even when we're there, <laughs> he's so good to love us. Mm-hmm. And call us his mm-hmm. even when we're living in disobedience mm-hmm. and our subconscious is going places he doesn't want it to go yeah we're still his, his. yes um he just wants a victory for us yeah he doesn't want us in the lies and the suffering um and to live this abundant like yeah you know 
fullness of Christ's life. And that's going to take some work. Yeah. You know, we want fullness of worldly things. Well, how'd you get that? Did it take work? Uh-huh. Did you have to go get a job to be able to own that boat, to pay for the gas for the boat, to be able to drive it on the lake every weekend, to go have fun? You know what I mean? Like, it took work. Yeah. This is freedom takes work. Yeah. And um, it's everlasting. Everlasting. And you get to share it with everybody. So the fruit and the value of it is much higher. And so there's a cost, which is your uncomfortability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So casting your cares and your anxieties onto God in the midst of all this is important. I feel like when I really, when I started really struggling with anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. um, I, there was really a lie. Okay, I'll just say, like, I remember being in the middle of an anxiety attack mm-hmm. and trying to cling to scripture um, you know, and reaching for that verse in, yeah, uh, I think it's Philippians four, um, for the peace that transcends all understanding, mm-hmm. um, and attached to that verse. Oh man, why is it coming out of my, it's not in my mind. Um, I was, re- I was repeating the scripture in my mind, um, and it says, oh, be anxious for nothing. Yes. For the peace that surpasses all understanding. Or no, um, no, no. Be I'm... thankful. Wow, well, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it talks that we're, we pray and thank, with thanksgiving and um, we cast our anxieties on him and we receive a peace that surpasses understanding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yes. I don't know. I, it's crazy that these words are not in my mind right now. <laughs> but I was in the middle of this anxiety attack and I had the words. I knew the scripture and I was repeating it in my mind and trying to claim that peace that surpasses all understanding in the middle <laughs> of my anxiety attack. And I just felt like this voice, like, wait, you can't have that peace because you have anxiety. Like, look, you have anxiety. So that peace isn't peace. available to you. And I remember in that moment being like no that's a lie i know my god mm-hmm. and i know who i am in jesus christ mm-hmm. and so i'm casting that aside and i know that i have a peace and that mm-hmm. i can actually worship god right here even in the middle of my mm-hmm. anxiety attack mm-hmm. and i can't relate to that fully my mental health journey was very um i was very suicidal um for a lot of my life and so i was on heavy antidepressants for 13 years, I was on the highest dose through all my pregnancies, everything. Um, And then last year, May 2021, the Lord basically said, and you're done. And and this is, I'm going to share my testimony because God made it very clear while you were talking. He's like, don't you dare get off of this podcast without sharing what I did for you. Um, But I'm going to share it with a pretense is I would, I don't recommend just doing it this way. Mm-hmm. This is my story of radical healing, my story. This is not everybody's story. Um, this is not the way that God just does it. So, and he has his own way and everybody has their own journey. And so I'm going to share my testimony about it, but um, definitely don't do it my way uh. <laughs> um, because it was my personal way. It was a way between me and God. And I don't want to recommend anybody just, well, 
it worked for her, so I'll do it. Don't, this is, this is very personal. Um, but it's to show you that it's Kate, that it's possible through your own relationship with Jesus. So in your own way. So I was on the highest dose for 13 years. Um, the feelings that I had known before were all suicidal. And when I would, um, stop taking my meds just to see if I could make it, I was suicidal again. And so I, I just thought I made the decision. I'm just going to be one of those people that's on meds for the rest of her life. And that's going to be my life. Um, so I had walked with the Lord for four years and never once did we really talk heavily about me getting off my medication. I just knew that he was mentally healing me over time while he was on my medication during the four years that I was surrendered to him. And then I was at a retreat and I just heard God say, and we're done. Today's the day. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he said, I'm going to heal your mind. And I need you to choose in to doing this with me. Are you ready? And I was like, huh? And I was very in the spirit. So I it was just me and him. And he just kind of had a blank conversation with me. And said, this is going to be a little rough. And you're going to go through some deep withdrawals. But are you ready to do this with me? I'm ready. It's time. And I said, yep, okay. And then all of a sudden I saw this glow stick crack open over my brain in the spirit. And I saw new light waves come over my brain um, in the spirit. And it was radical. Huh. And he just said, I'm going to heal your brain. I'm going to heal your mind. Um, so let's go. Don't take another pill. Again, I do not recommend just not taking another pill. <laughs> I'm going to make a pray. Like, please hear me when I say that. It's not to be messed around with. Um, and I just didn't. And I went through months of deep physical withdrawal. Um, and I never had really withdrawn off of drugs like pharmaceuticals before. And so that was a whole new experience for me. It was very isolating, very lonely and mm. hard. And um, did other people know you were... Very few. Okay. Um, yeah, some people did. I kept it kind of quiet because it was it was just, yeah. I was scared because right. the feeling I had had without my meds was suicidal thoughts. Like I th had thought about driving off a bridge. I had thought about getting in car accidents. I thought about drowning myself. Like I had thought a lot of things and tried in the past. And so the thought of getting off of them was very scary. And also I didn't know what God was like. My relationship with Jesus was like, off of these medications. Like I was like, mm. what's our relationship going to be like? Am yeah. I going to be able to hear you? Like, do I, am I, is my anxiety going to come back? Like what's going on? But I had to choose in moment by moment by moment with him and day by day, even in the midst of emotions that I had never felt as a grown adult, because I didn't know what emotions were like as a grown adult, um, without medication. And, um, cause the medication subdued all your emotions. Yeah. They change them. Yeah. Right. So, I just started experiencing him in like a new way. And I started realizing that I have the capability because I had to, okay? I didn't have a choice. I had to take every thought captive in order to keep my mental health strong. And I just started blossoming in my mind and in my heart. And I started realizing like the power of God that resides in us because of the Holy Spirit is unbelievably real. Yeah. Like 
he gives you the capability to take every thought captive, but you have to do it with him. Yep, participate. You have to. And he has the capability to renew your mind. And he has the capability to take your cares and your anxieties away, but you have to lay them down. Yeah. He, you know. Well, it says um, in that Romans verse yeah. that we are to renew our minds. We are. That he doesn't do it. He's like, he makes it available. He, and he's your helper. we have to be the ones mm-hmm. that choose to do the renewing. Right. And cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. That is very, very real. Yeah. You know, so, and I, I we're talking about mental health, mental healing. It is possible. It is capable. And it is not going to look like what you expect. Mm-hmm. My journey is still happening. I still have some body stuff that I have to work through and, and. I still have physical withdrawals sometimes that are residing from being on pharmaceuticals for 13 years, but he's healing it all. It is working its way out. It has been over 18 months and I'm in a much better place and God did it like he did do it and he can do it, but we have to choose into the way he wants to do it in us, whether that be, you know radical or step-by-step or gen, mm-hmm. you know whatever that is between us and him it's 100 percent worth it mm-hmm. and beautiful and amazing and i'm i'm thankful me too yeah yeah mental health is mental health healing mental healing is 100 percent all a part of god yeah renewing yeah restoring freedom freedom in the mind is very real yeah. Hmm. Thanks for sharing, Jocelyn. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, we're not professionals. Not. But it's, so it's interesting as we come to the microphone um, with, you know, with this topic of healing um, as we, we aren't professionals. We are just coming with our experience and our testimonies mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and what the Lord has showed us in the word. Um, and we just want to make an offering and and share with with you. So, um, yeah, that's our disclaimer. We're yeah, totally. We're not, you know. Um, I've definitely avoided telling that. We don't have because PhDs. I don't want people yeah. to be like, oh well, we'll just. I mean, please don't. Like, I I can't say it enough. Like, just please know that this is our own personal testimonies that we're talking about, and um. Your story is between you and God. Yeah. And who you bring in mm-hmm. alongside you to walk, yes. walk the walk beside you. Yes. Um, I think that that's critical, that that's, that God puts us into community mm-hmm. for those very reasons, because mm-hmm. we need to have um, people that are, that see us and. Very and, much so. Encourage us and keep us accountable. We, we need the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's something that we need to be talking about. It is. It is because otherwise we we don't give him the glory. And when we keep things hidden and in the dark, it gives the enemy a foothold. Mm-hmm. So we want to make it, keep it all in the light. Keep it all out there. Everything he does. Yeah. I mean, you and, know. Yeah. With, and, and our hardships. With wisdom and discernment and who we're <laughs> sharing with. <laughs> but... Confession is key and community is important is what we're saying. Mm. Yeah. As we wrap up, we want to give a target. We want to give a target. We want to give you something to aim at this week. And so as we um, 
We have a prayer uh, about renewing the mind and putting on the helmet of salvation. Of salvation. Yeah. And so what we would love for you to do is download our mind renewing tools and take that um, that prayer of putting on the helmet of salvation mm. uh, that Jocelyn wrote and just uh, speak that prayer out loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, share, share with somebody um, your thoughts about mental health. Yeah, let's bring it to light. Yeah, let's bring it into the light. Yeah, so we can give God the glory for healing our minds. Yeah. renewing our minds with, yeah. you know, together. Um, when we're talking about the helmet of salvation real quick with this prayer, I just want to share that um, there was a time when I was praying on the helmet of salvation and this vivid imagery was given to me. Uh, I, I pictured holding the helmet and I was holding it out in front of me and yet it was full of something. And, and, Despite that, I went ahead and put it on and I realized that what it had been full of was blood. And as this blood washed over, like it, like, you know, it dumped out over on my head, on my whole body, it went down. And as the blood went down, I I wasn't bloody, but I was so gloriously clean. Mm. Um unrecognizably clean and glorious and the thought that we can have the gift of that we have this gift of salvation that we can put on and that completely cleanses us um (laughs) it's just beautiful if we can realize that the blood of jesus christ wants to cleanse us and wants to um cover our minds Mm -hmm which in turn covers our emotions and our choices and our, our whole life, our whole being. So we love you guys. And we pray that, that this blesses you. Um, yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. All right. Hey there, I'm Christine James, founder of trade and truth. After struggling for a number of years in my body and a heck of a lot of trial and error, I found the shifts that moved my whole being from exhausted, fatigued, anxious, and depressed to a state of focused, fulfilled, and fun energy. I come alongside women in their faith and health journey to encourage and equip. This is about using simple, practical ways to step into the unique identity we have as Christ followers and discovering just how the victorious life can be experienced in the physical body. We offer a biblically-based wellness program alongside a ton of online Bible study tools and teachings. It would be an honor to serve you with all that we offer at the Train and Truth web app. Just go to train-in-truth.passion.io to get your free membership. All links mentioned can be found on this episode's webpage.